Hi, you're listening to In Between Visits, and my name is Dr. Christy Lewis. I'm a naturopathic doctor who's in practice for well over a decade. After years of clinical practice and working with thousands of people, a basic truth has been revealed. Behavior modification, as simple as it is, is difficult to implement, hence the birth of this podcast. If we all know what to do, then why aren't we doing it? With these short and sweet shares, I'm going to answer your questions about how to stay on track with your goals, support, inspire, and motivate you on your journey, see you in your struggles, affirm you in the challenge, and reassure you that you are not alone. Let's get started. Hey guys, it's Dr. Christy from In Between Visits, and I am outside. We'll see how this goes. So if you hear planes and dog barking and lawnmowers it's because I'm outside because the alternative of being inside with my daughter my seven-year-old daughter um, figuring out how to play the guitar uh, and my um, husband you know in and out of his own zoom meetings this feels like the most sacred space I could find to do this recording so um Thanks for joining me and I'm super excited because I'm into episode two of this series. So because we're in this lockdown, it got me thinking about, you know, how how can we continue to create community? How can we continue to expand beyond, you know, beyond just ourselves? And so I'm doing a series called Sharing Journeys um, and it really is an opportunity for me to sit down or in this case, you know, work virtually, thank you technology, with some of the most inspiring and influential people that I've come across um, in my lifetime and these people have an incredible impact on my journey so from this conversation you know what I'm really hoping is that you'll hear what makes them incredible Um, they'll motivate and inspire you and we get to see how they show up for others so potentially these are people that you might want to reach out um, during this difficult time to support you on your own on your own path so Today, I have the uh, beauty of introducing Nat Gagnon. So trained as a speech pathologist, Nali really has created a unique and holistic approach to the services that she offers. You know, she's really gone over and above sort of the traditional training that she's received. Um, she's a yoga teacher with 20 years of experience, real focus on wellness, mindfulness, work-life balance, just a huge wealth of knowledge. And she does offer an individualized approach to each client she works with. And that's because she has so much in her toolkit. You know, she continues to grow and evolve both personally and professionally. And like, every time I'm talking to Nat she's learning something new which is just so cool so in addition to her area of yoga and really I mean if anyone has a chance to either virtually or when things shift and we can actually go back to yoga classes um get to one of her yin classes do it like she's just there's something that happens in the room with Nat that is just so special she also has a true passion for essential oils um she's done studies you know in you know all over the world you know with other masters in the field on essential oils She's committed um, to growing her knowledge in the area of mindset. So, you know, sharing her healings in many different ways, her career isn't just that sort of classical or clinical hospital and educational setting. She really offers her wisdom as well in private practice and does offer many workshops. Her and I have actually co-led workshops together in the past. um, And she does bring together yoga, essential oils, and mindset work in these, you know, beautiful workshops and retreats 
treats that she offers. So with so much to offer, you really need to listen to this incredible woman and what she has to say about individualized health, creating community and collaborating with like-minded people. So the, the topic of this or the, the name of this one is Living from Abundance and let's say hi to, to Nat. Hi, Nat. Hi, how are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you doing today? Amazing. Oh, I'm so glad. Thanks so much for being here. It's such a pleasure to be invited to this podcast. I've been listening to them and I've learned so much, so it's quite an honor to be here today. Oh, I'm so glad. And you know what? I'm just... So just for the audience, um, you know, I shared a, a bit about what Nat's doing and, and her, you know, through her bio, but I actually wanted to wait on this part to make sure that you could hear what I was um, going to say about you. And really, I mean, I met Nat about, I guess it's been almost 10, 12 years ago now. And right. one of the things right from the word go was really such a generous spirit. And and I don't know if you've heard that before. Um, and, and I... And I know we're going to get into more about how you be you, but at the same time, <laughs> I just want you to know that like your, your abundance and like that real place that you live from is so inspiring and so contagious and really you're, you're generous with, with everything. And so I, I'm so excited that I can share you with, uh, with my audience. So that's really what this wow. is about. It's, you know, sharing, sharing souls, the people who've crossed my path, the people who have impact did my lives and I really want my audience to get to know you. So yeah. Wow. It's, it's that's awesome incredible. Thank you so much for that. Oh, it's yeah. so funny because I've really been digging into core values and mm -hmm. I've realized that two that are really important to me is, you know, collaboration mm -hmm. and creating. And I just mm -hmm. love that. And there's nothing that lights me up more than, you know, being with my peers who I admire and just sharing what we know. And this is such a beautiful way to do that. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm so glad. So what I want to know is really, I mean, I, we've all kind of got to know each other over the years and grown and evolved. And I want to know, like, really, what drew you to your healing path? You know, what, what got you to where you are today, knowing a bit of your background. So I'm, I'm a little bit privy yeah. into the window of you, but I want you to really, you know, share, share, because I just, your story is so inspirational. Wonderful. That's such a great question. Um, mm. I would say that it feels maybe a little bit more like healing chose me. So when mm. I look back in my life, there's like what's evolved looking back is this deep knowing that the mm. universe guides me through all kinds of things like opportunities, um, mentors, experiences. You know, it's it just feels very natural. And mm. and I can say that I've really had to pay attention more and more to like this trust of the universe and really paying attention mm. to who's around me. Mm. What I discovered when I was doing private speech therapy is that I would ahead of a client telling me that there was an issue, a communication issue, for example, something would pop up. I would, you know, go to a lecture, maybe you and I would have tea and we would talk about things talk mm -hmm. about healing and that very thing that I was learning that was revealed to me is something that would show up as being necessary to help someone. So it's those yeah. kinds of things that evolved over time. And for me, I guess it's kind of been this layering. Absolutely. One thing and it on really top involves, of the other. you know, yeah. it, it really like it involves paying attention. It yes. involves trust. One of the things, you know, I've, I've literally only interviewed one person before you for this series and I have, 
um, you know, such such an, an amazing, um, you know, lineup of, of, of guests. And, and the thing that I would say is going to link this all together, I may be being a bit premature with this, is really this like knowing and this deeper sense of knowing that has been part of the personal evolution. And and so that recognition, uh, and, yet, and then it's really about trusting that and not only trusting it, but then, you know, fostering it, nourishing it, and really, you know, acting from that place, even though logically it didn't always make sense. Hey, like there are times in your life, it's not always that external, you know, exposure of it. It's, it's such an internal process. And I think that's something that we as humans, especially as women who are, you know, been kind of taught to, to be quiet and to, you know, not challenge things from an early, early age are really shifting through that. I really think that's sort of what my, my 40s have been about. So that's, that's right. That's amazing that you have been able to kind of weave that through so early in, that's this, right. uh, and in you, this series. And, you know, and just like really paying attention when mm-hmm. I would say to any person, you know, look back in your life, who's made a difference. And, what you'll see oftentimes is a pattern, mm-hmm. you know, and it's little things mm-hmm. like I remember mm-hmm. as a teenager, I used to babysit next door and the woman mm-hmm. that I babysat for was an esthetician, but she was into natural medicine, mm-hmm. Reiki, essential oils. And I only realized recently how much of an impact she made. I was a teenager and mm-hmm. of course had my mom said, look at these things. I would never have listened because <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. it was her. You know, that giving me a bottle of lavender really set me on this course. And and I see many mentors like her in my life. Yeah. And and it's, you know, paying attention because I think there's a pattern. And Gabrielle Bernstein talks about like driftwood, that the universe will put out this driftwood and you just really have to. And that's why, you know, one of the things I do other than speech pathology is one of the many things is the yoga, yin yoga. And it's about stillness, this place between the words, the space between the notes, Maybe the space between your life experiences and and that's really where the magic lies. Yeah. And, and I just need to add, I mean, I like you're, you're magical, like that yin practice that you offer is just, it is, there is so much that goes on there that is beyond really the, the practice of yoga. I mean, the space that you hold, my husband and I were doing, you know, doing uh, a series through you of the, of the yin. And even he was like, what, 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 what is that? You know, like, <laughs> and it would be like transformational in like, you know, 60 to 90 minutes. And yes, it's the practice of yoga, but it really is your ability. I, again, that, that, that generosity and your ability to even share your calmness and share your stillness. And I think as hard as it is, I know with my nervous you know, the tendency is always to look external, to do more, to find the answers outside of myself. And, you know, as I, as I do look back and, and weave these impact, impactful people and, and, you know, situations that were life changing, often there was, there, it really was in the calmness. So that's, it's such a gift that you offer. And then, and then with that, a practice, which, you know, becomes, can become part of your day-to-day living. So not just on the, on the mat, right? That's right. What we always think of yoga is the physical, but it's really what lies underneath that. And you know, mm-hmm. it's so funny because here's another thing mm-hmm. I talk about in my yin yoga class. I, I would consider maybe a restorative yin yoga. Yes. I talk about mm-hmm. the prince, the princess and the pea, meaning that, you know, you allow yourself to be supported when you think of the princess and that story, 
you know, she needs mattress upon mattress upon mattress for this little tiny pea. And I say to my students, I want you to be the princess. When do you Mm. allow yourself to be supported? Mm. Use more props than you think. (laughs) Allow for more stillness. Hold out Mm -hmm. in that pose longer. And you know, what's really kind of comical about that. That really resonates. And we joke about that with my regular students. And right beside my bed, I collect art is this beautiful papier-mâché fabric princess and the pea and I'd never made the connection that you know the universe is probably oh, come on I've had this <laughs> for like 15 years and I was like wait a second that's exactly like the essence of my yoga oh, I had to wow. laugh and when you pay attention it's quite yeah. comical and I you know for me it kind of feels a little bit like the more I align you know the more as yes. I as I grow and learn and fall yes. down and get back up the yes. universe is always throwing me it's like you know throwing you a lifeline or throwing you some kind of reinforcement. I think they're there and it's kind of funny when you see it. Yeah. And, and I, and I love that honesty in the, and that it's not all joy and bliss and stillness and that really, you know, as a culture, I think we've made the falling down or that some of the, you know, the discomfort as what am I doing wrong or um, what have I, where is this broken? How am I broken? And I think, you know, that subtle shift into, well, what is, what is the, what is the message? What am I being, where am I being guided? Where can I, and where can I, you know, look to be supported is just such a kinder, gentler, and then also can be so impactful. Um, Absolutely. I I think we have, as a culture, you know, we look at that as a problem and I think it is often, you know, a a message. That's right. And it's like always what triggers us, our challenges are our greatest opportunity to grow and learn. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I was, you know, thinking about this, if I was a CEO of a company and I interviewed two people with the same credentials and one person had just sailed through life, had no challenges, did really well, excelled at everything. And then I had another candidate, similar credentials, but who had a lot of challenges and was able to overcome them, made Mm -hmm. mistakes and owned it and then grew you know, the person I would pick, it would be the other, the, the second person, because yeah. I would know that that person could weather the storms. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that really speaks to what you were saying. Such, yeah, such that opportunity for resilience, but then really that deepening of a, a sense of self within that. So, uh, and, and I mean, how do you, I and mean, you're so giving in your, in your life with the work you do, what do you do to stay well? Like, how do you, how do you show up in this way yeah. every day? Well, the, the work I've done in neuro-linguistic programming has been key because it really talks about the, that un, the unconscious thoughts that loop. So I really try okay. to pay attention. I mean, you can't all the time. I think we have something like 50,000 thoughts a day. Okay. But I do try to take some time. I pay attention to it. And, you know, I, I, I look at see, and see what, you know, what, what am I focusing on? Because mm-hmm. I know that I'm responsible for what shows up. Mm-hmm. Like a good example was if I... Mm-hmm feel myself saying, well, how am I going to cope with this situation of this, you know, that we're living in right now, yeah. the, the COVID and the, and so on. Being um, isolation. And, and, exactly. Yeah. How, you know, instead I'm, I'm really interrupting that pattern with, you know, how can I use this time to reset and mm. amplify my wellness? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's been key. Looking at my language. I'm also one of the things that I love. My great passion is, you know, using and educating with essential oils. And I've, I found that I'm using them, uh, all the time, you know, whether it's in my diffuser, a little bit more self care, you know, Epsom salt baths, I use them in my sauna, you know, I really, I'm leaning into it because I know that it's going to support me in so many ways. Yeah. And so really, 
again, that idea of self-care as supporting not only what you're doing physically, but the internal process of where your where your mind is going. And I think like you've we've talked about in the past, you know, conversations over tea, but you know, the the, the use of those essential oils to also support sort of a calming of the nervous system so that you can access a reframing of thoughts. And that's so, so true. So what kind of oils are, are you using right now? I mean, knowing that we are in this, you know, kind of isolation and uncertainty and that there is sort of a heightened fight or flight response what what oils are you turning to these days I really love you know my go-to I love frankincense I find frankincense you know if I could only pick one oil that would be it I find it deeply calming and grounding one thing that I can you can you just repeat that in oil can you repeat that one yes frankincense frankincense is absolutely absolutely uh, my favorite oil right now it's a real go-to one thing I love doing is I'll take I'll take a card and it could just be a blank card or I might even use watercolor uh, just to add a little bit of color on it, but I'll put a word that's meaningful to me. So, you know, in those okay. quiet moments, thinking of a word, it could be strength, it could be calm, it could be safe. And I'll guide people through this in coaching yeah. and in yoga and I'll write it on that card and then I'll anchor it with an oil like frankincense, maybe mm-hmm. lavender. So, you know, I taught a class, I put it on my, um, I taught a free class and, and have it on Facebook. And uh-huh. one of the things I said is use a grounding tree-based oil, put it on your feet. You know, mm. it's sort of like walking out of nature and doing that grounding where you take your shoes off, you know, even if it's cold out, even for a few yeah. seconds, touched yeah. by their earth. And just to feel that, to feel supported, to feel grounded. So I think the tree-based oils are amazing for that. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, yeah, that exa- again, me being in natural medicine for 15 years, yes. you know, that concept of, yes, of course, you've got the essential properties, you know, all the science behind it, but really the essence, which is the grounding, st- stable force of, of, the, of the trees and how that could have such an impact on your physiology around exactly as you said, sort of those hierarchy of needs where right now a lot of our base chakras you know all the sort of survival mechanisms are have been have been triggered and challenged and so knowing that that's where it's going to start you know we can't we can't move to enlightened thinking we can't move to meaning within this time of you know global and personal impact crisis unless our core shock or core chakras or base chakras are really grounded and rooted so i think Absolutely. you know that's certainly the message that i've been trying to give to to people is you know is a lot of love and kindness and compassion and really looking at that serenity around where can i support myself you know given uh, that my nervous system is going to be in a higher alert state absolutely yeah. i'm loving also the eucalyptus you know, oils mm. like eucalyptus to really support deeper breathing mm. amazing oh, right. at night i yeah. love that And the other thing is I'm finding this, you know, because of this shift and we're not, we're we're not on the same kind of schedule. Sometimes my focus is off. So then I'm really, I'm reaching for the peppermint, the, and I love to blend it with a citrus, like wild orange. And I find, you know, if I have an early morning call or coaching session, that's like the perfect blend to get me focused and energized and that's also well because fatigue seems to be something this kind of underlying fatigue that seems to be common for a lot of us totally I think so much about that really is the stagnation right so it's yes and as we move from the you know very you know active fight flight, then we start to kind of move into some more of that stagnant uncertain energy and yeah instead of you know grabbing that 
third cup of coffee mid-afternoon that's going to impact you there's just for your sleep and then you get into that vicious cycle it's really it's really great that people can turn to these other things that can offer them so much more return as far as longevity with the choice so i'm i'm loving those as an options so what are you finding these you know really i mean in your work you have so many different tools in your in your toolkit <laughs> you have so many different you know eclectic and you've again found this incredible way to weave it all together everything from the speech therapy to the essential oils to your coaching and you know what are you finding to be really transformational for people. I mean, for my audience listening and they're like, okay, how do I get a piece of this? <laughs> you know, over <laughs> and above the essential oils and you know, like how do you- Absolutely. I what, would what say- What do you find is yeah. impactful? I find the technique of really paying attention to the thoughts. So what mm -hmm. I would say is, you know, for listeners right now, take a moment to uh, take a piece of paper and just write freeform mm -hmm. what's looping right now. Mm -hmm. And we know that we have this negativity bias. So as we start to do that, we're not judging. We're just letting it flow. What's mm -hmm. happening unconsciously. You'll notice for most people that it tends to be negative. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, what fires together in the brain wires together. So trying to interrupt those patterns. Mm -hmm. So like for me, you know, I was one thing that was is a loop for me and it's been so funny because it my I guess limiting belief is I don't have time if only I have time you know I mm. had more time and I'm over scheduled mm. and this was my story but here I am in this context of COVID and self-isolation <laughs> I have a lot of time am I being yeah. more productive not really yeah. yeah so I'm interrupting that when I notice that I'm not judging I'm like huh there's that thought again and, and yeah. so I switch it to well how can I you know, I just switch my language around that. So I'll, yeah. I'll say something to my, myself, like, you know, how can I use this time, you know, in a more inspired way? How, you know, what inspired action can I take right now to elevate myself and others? Like, I, and then again, I will, I will be using the essential oils, you know, like peppermint, wild orange. And so it's that interrupting of those patterns. And, you know, with children, when children talk about what they can't do, you yeah. would have them interrupt that, you know, for example, I can't tie my shoes. I can't do hard math right. to, right. I am learning how to, or I can't do that yet. The power of yet is such a key word. It's right. like, this is the direction I'm going. And, and, you know, as parents and as educators, you know, for those people that are educators in the school system, you know, modeling it ourselves is key. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really, I really get that. That really resonates with me around that. It's empowerment, right? So I, and, right. and your, your share of that is, Hey folks, this is the tech wrong. This is literally how we are hardwired. This survival mechanism, this fight flight that is always looking for danger, for threat, you know, and to protect us. And so the tendency is that negative negativity bias. But you know what? We are evolved as humans. Like absolutely, there's a there's a reason why we haven't been eaten by sharks, right? It's because exactly. Of that. But then now we can tap into. I know this is Tara Brock's big work, but really survival of not only the fittest, but survival of the nurtured. And the nurturing right. comes from that frontal cortex which is exactly what you're talking about when you talk about rewiring it's like okay I'm moving from that 
necessary um, but no longer needed in this moment survival mechanism. And now I can reframe and just having an actual practice of that. And I think, you know, I'll say to patients, um, I say to myself when I'm giving myself a hard time, you know, if someone handed me a guitar and said, play classical music right now, I couldn't do it. So That's right. you know, this just because we have awareness of this, then what we tend to do is then double shame ourselves, right? It's like, okay, now not only am I having the negative thought, but I, I'm having the negative thought over and over again. It's like, no, 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 That's the right. victory, the win is the mindfulness came when you recognize the negative thought was there. The practice right. is with the oils, with meditation, with respect, right. yoga, with coaching is to then reframe it. And that Absolutely. is, that's like lifetime time work, folks. That's not Absolutely. Like, and it's like ever evolving. Work. And I would say to you, okay, so you're learning. You don't know how to play yeah. the guitar yet. And right. I would say, tell me what you're amazing at, what lights you up. Right. And it's like, yes. so you're always interrupting at, you know, that pattern of I can't do X with, well, these are the things I can do or, yeah, you this know, is what's and true now. that's right. Yes. And you're making those new neural connections. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think we need to, if you will, marinate in the, in the positive and, yeah. you know, when you see the negative, because, you know, negative thoughts stick to us sort of like Velcro or the positive. It's like Teflon, you know, so you have to work extra hard. And that's right. like in the words of Rick, um, Rick Hansen, you know, and yeah. it's so who's a neuropsychologist, but it's so true that we need to, you know, every negative thought we have, whatever's looping, we got to substitute that, interrupt that with all the positive things. And it doesn't happen overnight with practice. You get better mm -hmm. and better at doing it. Mm -hmm. And, and I think, you know, also, realizing much like you said who are you surrounding yourself with what's your support like what are the, what's the languaging coming at you that's right and with awareness often comes you know the reality of you know and that's why I think community is so important I think you know certainly how we're who we're sharing our space with is is key and so do, what is what is what does community mean for you Nat? like I mean I know you bring people together this is another yes. all, of all <laughs> the things you do you I mean for from the word go, you're like, Christy, you need to meet this person and this person needs to meet you. <laughs> That's so funny. Absolutely. So, yes. But, but I think connecting a community level? for me. Yeah. Community to me means connecting and collaboration. Mm -hmm. There's nothing yeah. I love more like what we're doing now where we have diff very different backgrounds, but it's like, what can we do together and how can we meld that knowledge and bring that into the world? Uh, a good example of that is um, when I taught for a long time at upper dog yoga, I, I, you know, I brought, I, I melded my yin yoga uh, mm -hmm. with my, a good colleague of mine, Courtney Dorr, who's a, a, an RMT, which is this great mm -hmm. business. And so we did that together. We added the essential oils and it became this like very popular, uh, you know, collaboration and workshop mm -hmm. and helped so many people on so mm -hmm. many levels. That's mm -hmm. what community is to me, bringing people together. Wow, girlfriend, you do that. <laughs> you are doing that. So how can people how can people get in touch with you? You know, what are you offering right now? Um, yeah, I'm sure there are going to be people who are going to be all over all over connect, you know, connecting and collaborating with you. So tell, tell us where we can find you and what you're doing. So the best way is to look at my website uh, where okay. you can reach me. And my website is uh, www.treesandchampagneyoga.com. And if you put, if you go, uh, you know, look in, on Facebook, you can find me under Trees and Champagne Yoga. And actually there you'll see some sequences, some mm -hmm. free classes, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, so 
I'm very focused. My area of interest, what really lights me up is this idea of self-regulation growth mindset. So I do Mm -hmm. private coaching classes, but I also work in the corporate context. Mm -hmm. So the best way to reach me is through the website. And what I've done is I've done, you know, these 30 minute intro discovery sessions where I talk to people about what I do just to see if we resonate Mm-hmm. And so I do that, I ha- you know, in Ottawa and my studio is actually in Otter Lake, Quebec. It's mm-hmm. an hour and 20 minutes outside of Ottawa. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. Pontiac area. Of course, mm-hmm. there's travel restrictions mm-hmm. right now, but, but it's a beautiful lakeside property. And mm-hmm. so I have yoga classes here that's on the website. I love, you know, teaching my restorative yen. Through the summer, I'll have some workshops And my latest offering is something that I call, you know, once the, we'll be able to, to meet, uh, you know, when the restrictions will be um, lifted is uh, my ultimate trees and champagne coach coaching Mm -hmm. opportunity. And this package is, you know, a private yoga class, a catered lunch, uh, followed by lots of free downtime at the lake on the dock, but also some private coaching. And then I culminate all that with uh, an essential oil blending uh, bespoke session yeah. where, you know, for example, if someone says, I really need to up-level my confidence, then, you know, we'll develop uh, a blend maybe with cinnamon, which that's one of the energetic properties, and we'll blend something specific just as a way to integrate, consolidate, and amplify the work of the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like a full day of lots of self-discovery, want, lots of downtime, you know. <laughs> And the downtime, you know, and I very specifically, I've been asked to do all kinds of different, you know, retreats and I've mm-hmm. participated. My mm-hmm. big feeling is one of the things that it has to contain is downtime because I think mm-hmm. our creativity is sparked mm-hmm. when you're, you know, we're touching trees and we're sitting on the water mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. having these quiet moments. And mm-hmm. I would say that's one of the key takeaways as well is the more downtime, the more we have this stillness for sure. This this, stillness. That's where we can get to that deeper message, right? That Absolutely. deeper sense of self, which is where we're going to find our own personal path. So that's right. I, yeah, I mean, again, you know, Nat, it's with her generous free or um, her offerings for the 30 minute meet and greet sessions. I definitely think, I mean, really, you know, that's such a wonderful offering around really making sure that your energy is in alignment with someone else's and vice versa. So, you know, definitely check that out, guys. And the other thing I'm going to do is everything Nat has said, you're going to be able to find that all her links, any information, her bio, you're going to find that on my blog at drchristylewis.ca. So um, I highly highly, highly recommend that you check um, that out. And uh, hopefully once, as you said, this all lifts, we can gather at Otter Lake for some beautiful nature and um, yoga and essential oils. So thanks so much, Nat. This has been amazing. Wonderful. Thank you so much for inviting okay. me. What a pleasure it is spending time okay. with you. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully thanks, in person Nat. soon. <laughs> Hopefully. I need an ad hug. I That's right. Everyone's saying virtual hugs. I'm like, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought it. Like I'm a bit, I'm almost a bit like a cat, you know, like I'm not super, I'm not super, but oh my goodness, am I missing like touch. That's right. The power of touch with my community. Yes, and absolutely. Yes. So you're going to get a big bear hug when I see you next time. Looking forward to it. Okay, thanks, Nat. Thanks, Christy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.